Welcome to All Access Network Podcast. So excited that you decided to join us. You will absolutely love and you're in for a treat for today's guest. Uh, we are on a mission to positively impact the world through sports and culture. We're a multimedia network, we're a YouTube channel, uh, a podcast, and we also have live shows. Uh, if you haven't followed us on YouTube, you can find us at uh, All Access Network. If you haven't followed us on Twitter, you can find us at All Access underscore net, uh, where we also do some of our live shows uh, along with Facebook at All Access Network. But so excited to have you with us today. Uh, we love for people to be able to write their story, uh, leave their mark and create their legacy. We're on a mission. We appreciate you joining us. And again, please share, like, and subscribe uh, whenever you get a chance. And stay on this journey with us. It's going to be an awesome ride. I want to take time to acknowledge one of our partners, Rising Coaches. Every coach wants to rise in their career in one way or another. We're all looking for professional development, access to tools, and relationships that can help us grow and help us advance in our career. Rising Coaches provides just that. You can visit Rising Coaches at www.risingcoaches.com. Their memberships are just $10 a month and provides a genuine community to help you grow and advance in your career. What up, what up? We are back. Mountain West Hoops Insider. We're getting straight to it. Don't even need an intro. People know who this man is. He's been <laughs> long enough getting wins. Fresno State in the building. Top 55 in the net. A legitimate uh, NCAA tournament competing team. Coach, talk about this team in this season so far. Man, it's been it's been uh it's kind of been a it's been a nice little roller coaster of a ride. You know, we got off to a good start. You know, we started the year five and oh and got got the big win over over Santa Clara down at the so- SoCal challenge in our in at our, that time. Were uh, they undefeated at that time, coach? They were. It was two undefeated teams playing that championship too. game. They were rolling. Yes, yes, they were. They were. And so, you know, got off to a good start and then you know, hit a hit a few bumps in the road, you know. At, at, at Cal and kind of just kind of trying to get healthy. You know, we, we had some guys that were, you know, nursing some some nagging injuries kind of in and out of the lineup. So we weren't really we didn't really have, you know, our our, our the, what we thought was going to be our team uh, to start the year. And, and then just kind of trying to figure out how to plug guys in and who to play where and just kind of learning our identity. We were, we were kind of trying to figure that out in the preseason. That's what the preseason for. And uh, lo and behold, you know, we finally got our first uh road win true road win you know at, at weber state which was a hard place to play they score a lot of points and are explosive offensively and a good team they're they're a really good basketball team and uh, had a really good record coming in and we we're finally able to break through uh on the road there and then you know then we started conference play and you know we went to boise uh didn't have all our guys there you know because of you know what's going on with the with the COVID situation, but you know we've been able to kind of bounce back and had that short pause, and now we're kind of back at it, and, and you know just trying to continue to build on some momentum and, and try to put ourselves in the fight. Right this time of year in this league, you're just trying to put yourself in the fight. You know, figure out how to how to position yourself to give yourself a chance, and, and our guys are starting to buy into that, and that's one thing we have been doing all year. We, we we're fighting. Uh, you know, we we're we're growing up as as men and, and becoming a, a tough out. 
Coach, the last time we had you on, it was an even crazier time as far as COVID-19 is concerned. And I think when we had you on, you didn't even know when your next game was going to be played. And it's just kind of what the reality of what last season was like. As far as this season goes, uh, having fans in the stands and returning to more of a normalcy, I guess we could put it at that. What has sure. that been like for, for you and your coaching staff? And I guess more specifically your players as well. You know, it's been good. You know, you go on the road and, you know, you play in these environments and they have, you know, there's some real, there's some real energy in the building. Uh, and then even our home games, there's been real energy in the building. And so it's, it's a different, it's a different feel. Every game has a different feel. And so it's, it's good. It's what college basketball is supposed to be about. Uh, you know, going, you know, the, the environment at, at San Francisco was phenomenal. Uh, you know, the, the environment at, you know, going on the road at, at Cal, at Utah, even at Weber State, you know, you go on those these road games and at Boise, like they, they prepare you for, you know, what, what's coming. You know, the games at at UNLV, the games at Viejas, the games at the pit, uh, you know, it's 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 what college basketball has been about. And our kids have they've made the adjustment. They've they've done a really good job and they, they're enjoying it. They're learning how to how to stay together on the, on the road. Cause that's all you have is, is your, your travel group. Uh, you know, and we have some, we've had some good followings as far as, you know, our, our the red wave traveling with us to some of these places, but you know, we, we've got our, our core group of, of travel party and our kids stay together and they play for one another. And that's been, been great to see. What would you say is the, maybe the biggest key to this season in terms of the improvement uh, just year over year, you guys have improved quite a bit in a lot of different facets of the game. Do you think there's maybe one key or two keys that's made that happen? Uh, I think we're, we're starting to figure out how to not beat ourselves. Uh, you look at, you know, the stats, you know, we're, we're pretty good defensively, uh, you know, top three in the nation in points per game allowed. Uh, you know, we take care of the ball. We're only turning it over, you know, 10, 11 times a game. Uh, and, we're, and we're pretty efficient, you know. We're shooting in the high 40s as a as a team, and so when you take care of the ball and you defend and you rebound the basketball the way you've been doing it, you don't beat yourself, and you give yourself a chance every night. Uh, and I just think, you know, the mentality of our group to to be the best defensive team on the floor that night uh, that's what's giving us a chance. Uh, and obviously, you got to have some some talent on offense and. You know, a lot of nights we, we feel like we got one of the best players on the floor in Orlando Robinson and uh, and, and our other group of the guys that are out there kind of learning how to play uh, with him or, or without him for that matter. And, and so it's been it's been good. We've had some guys step up and, and Anthony Holland and, you know, Deion Stroud and those guys. Are, we're coming along as a team. Jordan Campbell's done a great job for us. And, you know, I think Isaiah Hill, is, his, his attention to detail at the defensive end has really given us uh, kind of a, the head of our snake, so to speak, uh, at that end of the floor. And so, you know, those are things that we had to improve on that we felt like as a coaching staff, we need to improve on coming into the year. And I think our kids are really bought into that. So we had Coach Hudson on, I believe it was February or March on this show last season. And, and he came out and said like, hey, our chemistry wasn't great at the start of last season. And I think guys are still trying to figure out what this team would look like and uh, just improving as the season goes along. Now you guys had an off season where to be, uh, to be, Frank in the Mountain West, like it's it's hard to retain talent, and whether guys go to pro or whether they transfer, you guys are fortunate enough to have most of your players back. Do you get the sense that there's maybe a better camaraderie or better chemistry on this year's team? Yeah, and we and we've got great kids in our program, and so you know, just having a chance to be around each other and, and this coaching staff, you know, over the course of a spring and a summer, 
uh, and and then having a preseason fall camp and and then having a preseason and getting to play in games together. Uh, you know, last year it was we basically were thrown into the fire with 10 new guys and we just had to go. We were practicing in games. We didn't even get to practice. We just basically were were going out there and trying to figure out what, what to do and who who each other was throughout the course of a game. And, and that's not a good recipe for success. Uh, and, and you give our kids credit because they fought through it and they got better and better. And at the end of the year, we were we were a decent basketball team. We, we finally start to see kind of what we could be if we if we had, you know, the time that it takes to, to put a team together and for guys to develop and develop that chemistry. You know, on-court on chemistry isn't about, you know, if they like each other, if they play video games together. It's about can they play together? Uh, can they can they help each other? Can they cover each other's butt when somebody makes a mistake? Uh, can they rotate and, and help each other in, on defense? Can they, you know, can you get open for a guy when he's when he's stuck? That's what on-court chemistry is about. It, it's not about whether or not they like each other. All our guys, they, our guys do like each other. They, they're, they're the best team to be around in the airports and having dinners together because they, they do, they, they genuinely love each other and, and enjoy being around each other, but that doesn't always equate to having on-court chemistry. You get that from, you know, being in the fire together every day and in a practice and a workout and then playing games together. And that's kind of what, what we were able to do this year. And we're kind of seeing the, the fruits of that labor. So as far as Orlando Robinson is concerned, just an absolute beast this year. He's been dominating statistically He's one of probably the five, 10 best players in the entire nation. I'd love to know kind of what he's been about, what his leadership's been like, and just what his development focus has been uh, given this massive increase that he's had this season in so many different facets of the game. Well, I think the biggest thing is, is the like you said, the leadership and where he's put his focus. Uh, and his focus has been at the defensive end of the floor. That's That's been what he's been about. And so uh, from, from that standpoint, because he's improved, tremendously at that end of the floor we've improved tremendously as a team at that end of the floor uh, he's always been a good rebounder uh, he's always been a skilled uh, big man who could pass and make plays for other people um, and, and so that was going to keep getting better that he, he brought that to the table from the start but you know he, we challenge him to be better defensively and he's accepted that challenge and he's He's gone out night in and night out to try to to be that guy. You know, you see him now getting some some steals in games, big blocks. You know, he's 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 where he's supposed to be in ball screen coverage, and so uh, that has been his focus, and that's where he's really stepped up his leadership more so by example than even you know verbally. He's he's trying to lead by example and get get things right defensively uh, every night, every time down, and be more consistent that in, and that's been a big, big part of our success. Is there a player on this roster you think that stands out in terms of maybe being a vocal leader or being that kind of emotional guy? I think particularly with, as far as I can see, like Orlando having maybe kind of a quiet demeanor and just going about his business. Is there a guy who's maybe more vocal about it? Uh, you know, our, our guys don't, they, they kind of all do. And nobody's like really boisterous with it. It's more so, come on, let's go, you know, to each other. Let's go. Let's let's get this. Let's get this kill. Let's we gotta get a stop here. Hey, we gotta get a good shot here. I you know I think Isaiah, as the point guard, has kind of his voice has, has gotten a little bigger. Uh, I think Orlando does a good job with it. I, I think Anthony Holland's been the guy who kind of has been kind of the the steady guy in our program. Uh, the guy who's kind of always in the right spots and covering everybody's butt, uh, including us as coaches. <laughs> 
Uh, and, and, you know, I just think they kind of, as a group, I think they've all taken, taken uh, ownership of this team. And so I think we have a, a, a pretty good player led team. And, and that's why, you know, when you got guys that can lead themselves, it makes it your job a lot easier as, as a coach. And you can kind of focus on more of the, you know, the, the X's and O's because those guys are they're, they're making sure that they're in the right spots all the time. So I'd, I'd love to know, I mean, you obviously go way back with Justin Hudson and, and know him very well and coaching alongside him. Obviously known as a defensive mastermind. He's been doing this for years with his different stops in the Mountain West. What do you think makes him so good at, at preaching or coaching the defensive side of the basketball? Uh, his attention to detail. Um, you know, he sees it in practice, in game, sees it very well. Uh, I think, you know, just the way he prepares his teams uh, from one game to the next, uh, you know, for him, it's not about what happened yesterday, whether we won or lost. Our, our approach to the next day is going to always be about what's in front of us. <laughs> um, and, and he doesn't, he doesn't, he never lets up. He, he never lets up. They, the kids don't, they don't get to, you know, have a day off as, you know, mentally, you know, we, we, there are days where we don't go as hard physically, but they never get a day off mentally. And so I, I think that's been, been one of the biggest things. And, and it's always the same that's thing, the same message is to be the best defensive team we can possibly be. And we're trying to be the best defensive team in the conference. And, uh, and that's been our, our set from day one. And so I, I think that's been his biggest thing that he never lets up on that. So as far as the conference is concerned, extremely deep league this year. It's not a two-team race. You guys are involved. Wyoming, Colorado State, Boise State. Uh, Nevada's got a lot of talent. It's San Diego State, of course, as always. Uh, I guess my question to you is what is it like coaching in a league like this when there are so many teams contending and, and knowing that you guys have a target on your backs and there are other teams that have targets on their backs as well? Well, you can't see it, but I got a lot of bags under my eyes. <laughs> it's nice. That's what it's like. You, you, you don't get a, you don't get to rest. Uh, yeah. And I mean, it's every night uh, you're getting ready for for something and somebody. The coaching in this league is at a very high level. Uh, the talent in this league is at a very high level. Uh, you know, it's 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 high major basketball. It's it's not. You know, people talk about mid major. This. You know. Yeah. You know, we don't have the resource that some of those other people have, but the basketball from night in and night out is it's really, really good. And so it's it's fun, you know, it's because of the competitor in you. You want to you want to have opportunity to play against the best night in and night out and put your put yourself in that in that situation. Like I said earlier, we're just trying to put ourselves in the fight and and be there at the, at the end, uh, because we, we do think we have a pretty good basketball team, but we know there's some some other really good basketball teams in this league. And so you have to show it every night. You can't just talk about it and just hope that, you, that you're going to have a chance to beat people. You got you to go out there and put yourself in position. And, and I think it's a defensive-minded league. You know, the teams you've talked about, you know, Boise, San Diego State, Wyoming, uh, Colorado State, all really good defensive basketball teams and, and all efficient basketball teams, you know, teams that take care of the ball and, and know how to play to their strengths uh, of their personnel. And so, and I, I think everybody in the league is trying to do that. And, you know, I just think those are teams that kind of come to the top as, as far as it relates to, to the defense. As far as your team is concerned, obviously the, the great start to the season, uh, is there anything in particular that you're maybe preaching as a coaching staff or something that you want to see change or improve as the season goes along? 
Uh, just continue to play the game easy uh, at, at both ends of the floor, but especially uh, offensively. You know, keep making easy plays. Uh, I think that's been, you know, we we, t- we talked about the, you know, the fact that we don't turn it over a bunch. Continue, you know, lately, our last couple of games, we've had a high number of turnovers uh, for us, you know, 14 in one game, 15 in another. But you got to take care of the ball because, uh, you know, as you get deeper in the league, it's going to get harder, you know. You can talk about strategy and get the kind of plays you're running. Everybody's going to know what you're doing. Uh, and so at that point, you know, your players have to be able to make plays and, and react to what's going on. So they got to continue to play the game easy and, and play for each other. Uh, continue to play for one another at, at both ends of the floor and stay staying connected because it, it is a long road and uh, in a conference season. And, and so we, we got to continue to do that. Coach, you talked about a lot of different things. I got a couple of questions for you. So you've been in this league for a long time. Uh, yeah. You had a stint. Again, talked- the camera's keeping all the gray hair. That you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, so – and I do love those offices, by the way. I, I miss those offices. That was a oh, man. Yeah, got great views. Got great views. Great views. Great <laughs> views, Fresno State. Um, but Utah State you were at, and <clears throat> talking to even uh, Tim Miles just the other day, he was talking about how strong the league used to be and he, his sentiment was that with this realignment, BYU is going to Big 12, the AAC will not be as strong with Houston and some of those teams leaving that the Mount West already at five as far as the net ranking, but next year may even take another jump because the teams at the bottom continue to get better. So I guess just talk a little bit about, again, Mountain West basketball and the excitement of being able to play in a, in a league that you know you can possibly get multiple I mean, at that time, it was like four considered five teams. It could be – it's headed back that way with five teams in the top 50 of the net. Obviously, 64 teams, 68 teams make the tournament. Um, and then my other question is just about the development. I think uh, another school in your league complimented you the other day, your staff, and how you guys have developed some of the guys that are there. It wasn't about the new acquisitions as much as it was the guys that are there taking the next step. So – Kind of a two-part question. We'll give you the ISO like back in the day <laughs> and let you roll with yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, the, the league, you know, as a whole, like I said, it's it's a high major basketball league. I mean, you know, the, the Mountain West for a long time, obviously when BYU and Utah were in the league, you know, along with, you know, UNLV and New Mexico uh, and, and San Diego State, you know, those are the, you know, the namesakes, so to speak, of the league. But, you know, Boise stepped up. Utah State's gotten into the league and, and obviously put themselves in position to be a, a perennial power. Uh, you know, I, I think where we're at here in Fresno, we, we're sitting on a, a something that's special in the fact that we're in, we're in Central California. You know, we're in, we got a great facility. Uh, you know, I, th- I think we got a chance to continue to, to build here as well. And then, like you said, what you know, some other teams, you know, with Coach Miles and, and what his pedigree brings to a place like San Jose State, you know, I, I think the league has a chance, like you said, to to continue to get to get better, to get better. And by getting better, that means you saying like four or five, six programs year in and year out having a chance, you know, to to put themselves in a in a national national setting. And so, you know, that that's only going to get better with with leadership, not only from the conference, but from the the, the, the university presidents and the, their administrations that realize what, what we have going on in, with this league and, and in this time. You know, we do have a chance to put ourselves in that situation. And I think people are trying to do that, you know, because like I said, this 
this league is a high level basketball conference uh, and, it's, and it has been for a long time. And I think we're, I think we're continuing to show that um, from that standpoint, you know, with the development of our guys, it, there's always saying, you know, get old and stay old. And there's a lot of ways to get old. And, and we've been able to get old. Uh, you know, when we got here, we inherited an old group and we had some success. And then we, you know, our, our recruiting and all those things allowed us to be able to take some, some good young talent. And we, and then, you know, we had that, even though we had that, that second year, we, I think we lost seven or eight games by, you know, two or three possessions. I think Ken Palm had us like the, the most, the 351st luckiest team of the year, which means we were the most unluckiest team <laughs> of the year. And so, you know, so that team, you know, even with that group allowed those young kids to develop, you know, you, you only get better when you're able to play uh, guys that play, get better guys that don't, they don't get any better. Uh, and, and so those, you know, the Anthony Hollins, the, the Orlando Robinsons, the, the Leo Colomarios, the Deion Strauss, the Isaiah, those guys got to play a lot of games last year and, and get better. And then we were able to get a, get a, you know, a spring and a summer of individual work. And, you know, I think our coaching staff, and I'm not, I'm not saying this cause I'm on it. I, I'm telling you, I think our coaching staff does a really good job of, of connecting with, with young men. Uh, and that's where you got you got to get connected for them to get better, connecting with young men, building those relationships and then getting better. And we're not doing anything special. We're not doing anything that other people aren't doing to develop our players. Uh, we have we have we recruit good players, but then we have we also recruit good young men who want to get better, uh, who want to be in the gym and, and work at it. And, and that's been the, the formula, I guess, for for the development that we've had. And I appreciate whoever said that for for noticing it, because, you know, a lot of times it's, you know, the, with the transfer portal, everybody thinks, well, you you got these transfer guys, but you then your guys didn't get a whole lot better. But you can see that our kids have gotten better. And it's more of a testament to them than anybody, because they're the ones putting in the work. We're, we're just we're just here to facilitate. B, I think we got you on mute. Try to get make sure I get the ISO, even though <laughs> even though it's uh, what did you say? Even though it's not anything fancy or quote unquote special, there's some good facilitating going on, Coach. There's, well, a, lot of, there's a lot of programs that do not develop. So that being said, uh, and, and going back to even my time at Fresno and before my time when they made the tournament with Coach Terry and Coach Jones, Coach Wainwright, um, they did a good job of having a similar in the fact that young guys got to play, you know, Marvell Harris, the all-time lead scorer that he got to right. play a lot of minutes, similar to Orlando. Uh, you had a number of other talented players, uh, Paul Watson, you go down the list, they got to play minutes so they could turn right. the corner because they played so many minutes. So I think it's a special formula and it's been done there, whether you win the regular season or, or win the tournament, it's been done there. So, I think that's an exciting thing for your guys to know and be a part of. So we always like to end only one way, Coach. I know you know. Funny <laughs> story, what you got for us today? Anything you got? Oh, man, a, a funny story. Uh, yeah. Does it have to be basketball related no, or just, a funny just story? as long as it's entertaining? Oh, it's for, man. It's for, <laughs> it's for the people right here. Oh, uh, entertaining. Well, okay, I got, I got one that, that okay, was – it, it's I thought it was funny. Other people may not, may not, may not think it was funny. Well, and hopefully he doesn't get mad at me for telling this story. <laughs> so, you know, Coach likes to uh, – he likes to go to movies, you know. He likes to enjoy – like that's his way to kind of unwind and, and relax right. and just kind of – and so, you know, he's sitting in the movies and 
and it, I think I think there's only two other people in there. Uh, so it, like he's got the whole theater to himself, and the other two people in there are like he's sitting down in the front, and they're sitting way up top, and he's sitting there, you know, enjoying his movie, and his phone somehow is moving around in, in his in his uh and his cup holder and the light comes on on his phone, right? And the usher is sitting over there, is like, comes over, runs over, <laughs> turn your light off on your phone, but his phone is frozen. <laughs> <laughs> He's pushing on the, you know, the flashlight thing to try to get the, the light off. He's like, it won't turn off. And, he, and like, he's like, he kept pushing. And now his phone, he can't even turn the power off on his phone. His phone's frozen, it's stuck. It won't it. even turn off. I love it. And so. That's just like, oh, sir, you have to turn your phone. You have to, you have to leave if you can't get your phone. And he's like, yeah. he looks around like, there's nobody in here. What are you talking about? <laughs> like nobody else can see what's going on. So he sit there, and all of a sudden he can't get it to go off. So sure enough, they made him leave. <laughs> wow, are you serious? Wow, he was so mad. He's like, I just got kicked out of the movies because my phone wouldn't turn off. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, the, the, the reason why that's funny is because he's in there trying to relax and chill. You know what right. I'm saying? The lights right. are off. I can sit here and watch this movie. I got my phones. Like, it's um, silent. Nobody's going to bother me. I'm just going to veg out for two hours. I'm going to get me two hours of just, hmm. Right. He didn't get two hours of hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's still in an uproar. <laughs> oh, man. That's too good. So, and he, he told us that story. He goes, you guys ain't going to believe this. I got kicked out of the movies. <laughs> Next, so, next time, just tell him I said, put it in your pocket, coach. Right, right. <laughs> leave it in the car. Just go ahead and leave it in the car. Or, or just go to the car and come back. Like, you gotta, <laughs> yeah. you gotta yeah. have that movie, man. Once the guy told him to leave, it was over with. He's like, oh, well, Yeah, it wasn't meant to be. You're not fighting. Yeah, it just wasn't, hey, this just ain't my day. <laughs> it wasn't meant to be. Well, coach, we appreciate you joining us, man. So excited for what you guys are doing there. Uh, Thank you. Again, the Valley is an important place to me, man. I spent some time there. So it's a great place. It's a great As you know, it's a phenomenal place. Uh, yeah. They love their Bulldogs. Uh, you know, it's it's a great situation. And, and the people here have been nothing but but wonderful to me and my family. And, Absolutely. And, and, you know, and a lot of our kids are from here. And obviously, coaches from the Valley. So it's, you know, we've got a, we've got a great situation here. If we could just continue to get better. and. Uh, get this thing going and then hopefully, you know, this will be, the, you know, a, a, a lead up to things to come and we can continue to get better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, coach. Stay safe. Thanks. You guys too, man. As good they say you. in the basketball world, stay positive, but test negative. That's there the, you go. Yes, sir. That's, that's yes, the frame sir. right now. Try, you, trying coach. to do that. Trying to do that for sure. So you okay, guys do the same. You. All right. We'll let Eli break it down. 30, 60 seconds. Ready, set, go. There we go. Man, it's uh, it's always good to have uh, Coach T on and talking about his Fresno State Bulldogs. And they've been one of the great surprises this season. I identified them as a possible dark horse entering the year, just given the continuity that they have on their roster, which isn't a common thing in this league. And especially when you have a player like Orlando Robinson, who's he's an all-league candidate. He's a probably fringe All-American candidate with the production he has. He's been absolutely stellar. But the supporting cast has really developed, as as uh, Coach Felton shared with us. It's a team that gets after it defensively. It is not easy to score against this Fresno State bunch. And I think when the team is so defensive-oriented, in a league like this, it's going to be especially competitive. 
I think it gives Fresno State a chance regardless of who they're playing. So it's it's a fun it's a really fun team. I believe this is the highest they've ever been in Ken Palm, um, which is a testament to where this staff has gone as far as developing this team and I think ironing out. With last season, they had that end of the year surge where they looked kind of dangerous and they've really carried it over. So it's a fun team. If they're hitting their shots, they're going to be especially tough out when it comes to the Mountain West tournament. And if they can just kind of kind of hang around that 40 to 50 net range and continue to get some victories here and there and avoid any bad losses, I don't see why this team can't be in the at-large mix come Selection Sunday. So it, it's going to be a tough team to play. They, yeah. they've, got, they've got the interior post presence with Robinson, which hardly any teams are going to be able to match. And when yeah. they play defense the way that they do, I mean, that's – that's a pretty that's a pretty darn good recipe for winning the game in, in the tournament if it gets to that point. Yeah, one of the best players in the conference, and I think all that time that they play together, like Coach said, just gives their cohesion uh, another bump. And then uh, obviously, coaching staff is terrific, tremendous. Um, yeah, and I think they're 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 gritty now, and I think that's the part where maybe before they've had some talent, but maybe it wasn't as gritty. This team is kind of gritty and together, so it's not. You can go and get true road wins with this team consistently, uh, which I think is always a sign of a great team. So excited about what they're doing. You'll hear more about Fresno State. And, yeah, we'll be watching because it's going to be must-see TV in this league. Until next time, you know where to find us. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the All Access Network. Be sure to follow, share, and stay connected with us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Subscribe and hit that notification bell on our YouTube channel. And don't forget to write your story, leave your mark, and create your legacy.